air and online at 960thebull.com. Your home for CBS Sports Radio, WRNS Kinston, Sports Talk 960 The Bull. CBS Sports Radio. And welcome to Hour 2 of the Brian Hanks Show presented by Lenore Community College. I am the aforementioned Brian Hanks. This is the Brian Hanks Show presented by Lenore Community College. You are listening to Hour 2 of the show today. Today is Friday. May the 12th in the year of our Lord, 2023. This is hour two of episode 858 of the Brian Hank Show presented by LCC. Uh, if you missed our first hour, I'm telling you, you missed a really good hour as we had uh, uh, the University of Mount Olive Athletics and the Down East Wood Ducks, Shane Albee joining us. Uh-oh, getting voicemail there. That this tends to happen. Uh let's uh, getting your voicemail. We'll try that again here. But if you missed the first hour of today's show, you missed a very good hour as uh Shane Alvey from the University of Mount Olive and the Down East Wood Ducks, he helped break down everything that's going on with uh, UMO baseball uh, over the Conference Carolinas tournament that happened over the weekend. Just an amazing job that the Trojans did. They uh, lost their first game of the tournament and then had to win four straight games to win it, and by golly, they did. And they didn't just barely win them. They won them by a 61-18 to 18 margin, and uh, we're going to – I tell you, we're going to try to get Rob Watt, the head baseball coach from Mount Olive here on the show uh, someday now, uh, one day next week, uh, they don't start the South, uh, district tournament until Thursday. So we'll see if we can, uh, get him on here to, uh, talk about that. Uh, we'll be very excited. Water, uh, would be very excited to, uh, have him on here. And I think we can, I think we can square that away and make that happen. Uh, and then also not only did we have Shane Albee, we just got off the line just a few moments ago with Jackson Massey. He's a head coach of uh, the North Lenore baseball team that is going to be hosting a second-round game tonight in Wheat Swamp against uh, Aiden Grifton. Uh, that game, again, is at 7 o'clock. Uh, North Lenore is the four seed. Aiden Grifton is the 13 seed. So that's going to be a, a heck of a game tonight. Sorry, mailbox is full. <laughs> Gary Smith's mailbox is full. Okay. Uh, tell you what, I've got another number for him. Let me see if I can get him on that one. Maybe tell you what, let me, uh, let me, uh, get John and Jonathan in here and, uh, do a couple of ads for me to help me out here as, uh, we're trying to get coach up here on the line with it. John Dawson, let me tell you about Downey's Protection Systems. Preach it, brother. There you go. Downey's Protection Systems of Kinston. They've been servicing Eastern North Carolina for more than 30 years. I got to tell you, John, I judge a house or a home here in Kinston or Lenore County if I don't see that little depth sign in the front yard of their house. You break in. <laughs> that's, that's it exactly. Listen, Depths specializes in residential and commercial installation and service of security systems, fire alarm systems, camera systems, and access control. For more information for a consultation, please visit depthsnet.com. That's D-E-P-S-Net.com. And this is the truth. You tell them, John Dawson. That's right. Before I even turned on the power at my house, what was the first call I made? Depths. That's it. I called Downey's Protection System. So if you want your house protected as well as mine is protected, call Tom Vermillion and the folks over at Downey's Protection Systems. Arendelle Parrot Academy is the largest independent, non-sectarian college prep school in the region. Located on a beautiful 80-acre campus in Kinston, Parrot draws students from all over eastern North Carolina, including Kinston, Greenville, 
Snow Hill, Newburn, Wilson, Goldsboro, Trenton, Maysville, Jacksonville, and maybe Hookerton. Paired Academy remains steadfast in its purpose of providing the best possible instruction and learning environment for its students. Arendelle Paired Academy students receive acceptances from colleges and universities across the country and around the world. Give them a call at 252-522-4222 or visit their beautiful campus at 1901 Dobbs Farm Road in Kinston. I got to tell you, I've had my life insurance with Woodman Life for more than 10 years, and I absolutely could not be happier with it. I know if something bad happens to me, those I care for are going to be very well taken care of. The beauty of Woodman Life, though, isn't just the peace of mind that I have with it, but that it's an organization that truly cares for our community, as evidenced by its donations of American flags to every group, organization, church, or government agency that needs one right here in eastern North Carolina. Thank you so much to Danny Rice, Jared Edwards, and Woodman Life for sponsoring the Brian Hanks Show. If you need a good life insurance quote or even financial advice, call Jared at 252-361-2414 or visit him at 1136 Highway 258 North in Kenston. It's right beside Highland Furniture across from Cell Auto Mall. And we do truly appreciate every single one of our day one sponsors. I mean, LCC, UNC Lenore Healthcare, uh, uh, our boys over at Spence Automotive, Woman Life, Rendell Parrot Academy. Those are our day ones there, Linda Whittington. Okay. You know, you're a lot better looking than Gary Smith. Oh, okay. <laughs> Hello. So, <laughs> so thank you for stepping up and helping me out here for you're a couple welcome. of minutes. We've uh uh listen, he's in Florida right now. He just did mm-hmm. a probably a ten hour bus trip yesterday with uh the baseball team. He he might be getting a couple of uh, extra minutes of sleep in this morning. He just might be. But how about them canes? How about them yeah. canes? Woo-hoo-hoo. I, I got to ask you, and this is what's really neat, Linda. You yes. have really, I mean, you're, you know, you grew up with two sports loving uh, boys. I mean, right. I don't, I wouldn't necessarily say Cray, uh, Clay, Clay, Clay was, uh, you know, sports loving, but you definitely grew up with two. Uh-huh. You've really. I'd like to think it's the Brian Hanks effect on you. You've, you're really becoming a sports fan. Well, yeah, not just now. I mean, I've been a sports fan because I have um, boys for ever since they started t-ball. Yeah, but not did Clay big. did Clay play t-ball? Clay played t-ball. Was he any good? Um, he played t-ball, honey. <laughs> yeah, he did good. I bet Paul and Scott were good though, weren't they? Um, they played t-ball. They did. <laughs> they did. They hit that ball on the tee. Yes, yeah. they did. But the Hurricanes game last night—it has been so much fun. We've been together coming up on six years. Can you believe I that? I know, That's right? Crazy. What in the world? Man, I better put a dog on ring on it. Anyway, uh, <laughs> anyway. <laughs> It has been fun watching your evolution from going to uh, to uh, Hurricanes games and not really, you know, knowing what's going on. I'm talking about you. To mm-hmm. you, you're doggone educated now, and you're talking about power plays and yeah. you know odd man rushes and all that. I mean, it's and I learned what a high stick was. Yeah, what high sticking was. I just learned that this week. That is awesome. I never understood it, but Scott explained it to me. Well, mm-hmm. we are, uh, I got to tell you, it's a lot of fun watching uh, yeah. these with you. You do know we're going to break the bank, but we're going to have to go to a playoff game in the next round, yeah, right? that's going to be epically fun. It is, but uh, I'm going to need you to uh, sell some jewelry. Jewelry, okay. Uh, sell some of your blood. What, blood? Yeah, May, blood. Your, your hair is beautiful. You've really Thank been you. growing it out. You. you might have to cut off and sell some of your hair. What? <laughs> hmm. 
because uh, those tickets, they're uh, pretty expensive they're in the pricey. next round. Okay? We're not going to, you know how I, I hate sitting with the poor people up in the upper level, you know? That's so sad. It is sad. I agree with that. It is sad. But we're probably going to have to sit with the poor people <laughs> up in the upper level, okay? That's good. I like yeah. it. We may be against the wall. Mm-hmm. I, I like <laughs> Wow, that's a little bit too high. That is very high. Ooh. I mean, the, the hockey people are going to look like yeah. they're about that big, and I'm holding my fingers about an inch apart. And so. I'll never be able to figure out where the puck is. Yeah, well, the, the cool thing is when you go to PNC, they've got the big scoreboard, so yes. even if you are in the absolute worst seats in the arena, mm-hmm. you can keep up with it on the, you know, and you, you feel like you're part of it even though they're about a half mile away from yeah, you, the definitely. players are. <laughs> definitely. That is awesome. So, oh, I had to bless you. Excuse me, sorry about bless that. You, bless you, bless you. I should have muted you there instead of you just uh, sneezing Not all over the you. mic there. Mm-hmm. Can I tell everybody what we've got coming up this afternoon? Who's coming in and who we're going to be recording? I haven't said anything about it at this point because I don't want to jinx it. I want everything to go well, but I'm so excited, Linda. What if you get a mad rush of people in line outside this? Say hello to Well, me. I'm not going to tell what time he's coming by. Oh, okay. How's that? Because okay, like everybody knows I'm right here on Whitehall Drive, but how about yeah. this? Mm-hmm. How about this? Yes. Can you give me a drum roll? <laughs> <laughs> what the hell was that? That's the best drum roll I got. <laughs> that, was, that was pretty good. Why don't you tell everybody who is uh, coming in this afternoon? I'll, I'll let you do one it. one and the only... Reggie Bullock. That's right. Reggie Bullock is going to be uh, coming in here. We're going to pre-record a a pretty lengthy segment. that. uh, And listen, it's not just Reggie. Dory Hines. Dory Hines. University of Mount Olive head basketball coach. Dory Hines is Uh going to be here too. And we're going to uh, do an interview. Sit down with uh, the two of them Mm -hmm. and just catch up. And you saw the message that he sent me. He's like, ask me anything. So Anything. I'm telling you, we're going to be talking about his career. We're going to uh-huh. be talking about playing with uh, uh, Donkic, Luka Donkic, and playing with Kyrie Irving at uh, with the Dallas Mavericks. We're going to uh, just a little bit of everything. Yes. I mean, one of the things I'm proudest of that uh, Reggie does is, you know, with what's happening to him in his personal life, right. losing uh, two of his transgender sisters yeah. and and instead of just, you know, sitting around not doing anything about it, he has become an advocate for the LGBTQ plus community. Mm-hmm. And I'm just very proud of him for that. Yes. Uh, he's a new father, a relatively new father. He's got a be- Every time you see him on uh, on uh, Snapchat or on social media, you get to see his child on there. Oh. So I'm just excited. He's bought an <laughs> island in Belize. I believe that's a cool thing to do. Awkward silence. That was awkward silence. That was me smacking my teeth yeah, like how yes, uh, John Dawson does it. But, uh, yeah, it's going to be uh, – I can't wait. Uh, by the way, uh, oh, I'm going to work ourselves into an invitation to it when he gets it finished, okay? Awesome. He's bought an island. He's building a house and all this oh. other stuff down there. And, uh, hey, before I'll tell you this, Linda, before the invitation is over, I'll have us in the di- uh, an uh, invitation to Bullock Island, okay? Nice. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, we'll have to, you know, fly down there and pay for a flight and all that. Yeah. But, man, I think that'll, that'll be fun, be nice. don't you? Maybe we'll try to go down there when Coach Golich and his family go down yeah. there. And, yeah, baby, it's mm. going to be awesome. Have you ever been to you've been Have you ever been to Belize before? I Belize, I have not. <laughs> no, you can't keep doing that, okay? Yeah. I have. What are you doing? I've been, uh, I was on a, a cruise, I think, in 2009, 2010, okay. that range. And it was one of my most 
favorite stops. Uh-huh. Now, I'll tell you, now, his island is off of Belize, okay? Uh-huh. I mean, obviously, it's in the, I guess, in oh, okay. the Atlantic Ocean or the Gulf of Mexico or whatever. Uh, an answer from Wikipedia. <laughs> oh, thank you. Yeah, Siri is uh, listening in. But, uh, man, we had a blast. We took a bus uh, to some, uh, not temples, but uh, to some pyramid-looking things right. in Belize. But what I remember the most about it was everywhere we stopped, they speak English in Belize. Oh, wow. And they love Americans. Nice. And they love English-speaking people. And I think that's probably one of the reasons. And that's one of the things I'm going to ask Reggie hmm. when we talk to him. But, uh, but, again, what do you want me to ask him? I want you to ask him... Um... <laughs> I put you on the spot there. If you could ask Reggie no Bullock idea. anything, what would you ask him? Um, how's it going, dude? Oh dear God! That's all I got. I mean, I, I don't. Well, know I what should to tell people what you're doing too. We've talked about it here on the show plenty of times in my plush Willett studio. Mm-hmm. Of course, I got all my bobbleheads. I got all my equipment here mm-hmm. as I do the show. My jerseys mm-hmm. everywhere. Everywhere. Well, and then on your side. Tell them what you got. It's a mess. It's a, a lot of, um, oh, Mother's Day this weekend. Need some jewelry. I got some earrings, resin, beautiful summer colors. And I got, these are new. These are oyster shells. Uh-huh. See, everybody? Yeah, yeah they look beautiful. And they de- I've decoupaged them. What does that mean, decoupage? It's where you um, take a napkin or tissue paper and you glue it to the surface. Okay. And you cover it, and it looks really pretty. Decorated. It does nice. look very pretty. That's mm-hmm. right. So, uh, so are, are you trying to sell something on no, my show right now? No, no, <laughs> no. But stop by and see them all, people. There um, you go. <laughs> I love. Hey, wait a minute. Stop by. What? What did I say that? <laughs> well, you're gonna don't you sell stuff at uh, in downtown Kenston? Leon Thomas Treasures. Yep. Go to Leon Thomas Treasures. Mm-hmm. Uh, you go in and you ask. This is what I would love. Come on, if you're listening right now, I want at least four or five people to walk into Leon Thomas Treasures and say, hey, show me the Linda Whittington stuff in here. How's yeah, that? Yeah, that'd be cool. And then uh-huh. don't just have it shown to you. Uh, buy something, too, okay? Yeah, buy something. we got to buy tickets for the next round yeah, of uh, the Carolina cool. Hurricanes playoffs, and you know they're going to be uh, uh, probably about $250, $300 each, we right? We can do a GoFundMe account. <laughs> Send Brian and it. Linda to – yeah, I love it. Send Brian and Linda to the uh, Carolina Hurricanes playoffs. Yeah, I mean, why not, people? We can (laughs) tell you how it is, and we'll thank you on the air. We will absolutely thank you on the air. Well, listen, Mm -hmm. Linda, thank you. It looks like we are not, and I hate this, uh, that we're not going to get Gary Smith up Mm. here on the line with us today because we've got birthday game coming up here in about 15 minutes. We've got Madison Lee Harvey from uh, South Lenore High School uh, coming up here in just a few moments. So I do hate that, that we're not going to get, it looks like, I I don't want to break up the birthday game. uh, So. It is what it is. What yep. are you going to do? Maybe I'll uh, do a do? maybe I'll do like a, a BrianHanks.com special and talk to him for about five or ten minutes and post it independently. What do there you think? There you go. That'd be if a great he calls idea. me back. Yeah, if he calls you back. There you go, Linda. You're the best. Thank, Thank you. you. Thank you for uh, helping work me. Now. What? Yeah, baby. What about breakfast? Yeah, I'm making me a bagel in there. <laughs> I I heard that pronoun there was me. me. I didn't hear you. <laughs> well, doggone it. I'll Sorry, just... dude. That's yeah, all right. Oh, what am I talking about? I'm going to have Lovix later on today. I'm picking That's up some right. Lovix for Reggie and Dory and uh, the whole about? crew. So, uh-huh. whole well, crew? what am I? Well, yeah, they're bringing people with them too. So, we're going to oh. have, yeah, we're going to have a whole crew in here. So, uh, nice. So, there you go. Linda, thank you so much, honey. You're welcome. 
Okay, right back at you, sweetie. <laughs> hey, uh, I'm going to mute you here. So, hey, uh, let's thank uh, our good friends over at uh, UNC Lenore Healthcare. They are the title sponsor of, or the exclusive sponsor of the big interview every day here on the Brian Hank Show. Thank you, baby. Uh, nestled in the heart of Lenore County, right here in Kenston, UNC Lenore Healthcare's mission is to ensure exceptional health care for the people it serves. UNC Lenore Healthcare has a medical staff of more than 100 physicians, and they offer a range of specialty services and technology you would only expect to find in hospitals in larger cities. Visit UNC Lenore Healthcare at 100 Airport Road, right here in Kinston, for all your healthcare needs. Or call them at 252-522-7000. And again, thank you to Beverly Jenkins, all the folks over at UNC Lenore Healthcare, for being the exclusive sponsor of the big interview every day here on the show. Let's jump right into our big interview it's the head softball coach of the South Lenore Blue Devils. They are, are 12 and 6 right now, the number 13 seed in the 2A playoffs. They are traveling to Dunn to take on Midway today at 6 o'clock. And uh, we're very honored to have with us on the line right now Madison Lee Harvey, the uh, head softball coach of those Blue Devils. And, coach, here's the way I looked at it. We talked the other day. You guys come away with a 9 to nothing win. I don't know if you're superstitious, but I'm superstitious. <laughs> and I was like, you know what? Let's get her on here again and uh, speak speak another South Lenore win into existence. What do you think? Yes, I am very superstitious. So when you take me last night, I was like, yes, thanks, yes. <laughs> Keep everything the same. Keep it all the same. Um, yeah, so we're going to uh, Midway today. We're really excited. Um, we have switched some things up. we got a couple girls that have dance recitals. So switching a couple things up and going to put the best defense out there, best offense I can think of, and just go with it and see what we can do. Absolutely. Listen, I want to talk about that win the other night, the nine to nothing win. And listen, against a very good West Bladen team. This wasn't a, a five hundred team. This wasn't a, a team a couple of games under five hundred. This is a very solid you talked about it on Tuesday, a, that you know, it was a, kind of bizarre that in a first round game you get a team with that kind of record. But uh brag on your girls. I mean, nine to nothing win uh against West Bladen. I, You've got to be proud of the effort they put forth Tuesday night, Coach. Oh, absolutely. They played great. I mean, they all, offensively, we, we scored. We had so many runners in scoring positions throughout the game. I told the girls, you know, you capitalized on it when they were there, and there was a couple more opportunities we could have capitalized on, so that's something we can work on moving forward. Um, but defensively, they played great. I think we had one error. I kind of bribe them, you know, you play good, I'll go buy you ice cream. <laughs> so, um, no, no errors, you get ice cream. So, I got out of ice cream because they made one. But, um, they, yeah, they played great. I mean, they're they're playing good ball. They're working together. It's just a matter of, you know, like I said, capitalizing when there's runners on base and taking advantage of it. Um, and they're doing that. They're working so hard. You can't do anything but be proud of them, really, and just continue to push them on so they don't cheat themselves out of a, a big season, you know. Absolutely, and a team that's now won four games in a row, five of your last six, and uh, just hitting their straight. seems like, Coach, and I may have asked you this other day, but I don't mind asking you again. seems like a team that's really hitting its stride at the right time, Coach. Oh, yeah, we talked about that. You know, the beginning of the season was just – it was not fun. Well, it was fun, but it wasn't, you know, you know the highlight, which you won't come in when year one. You want to, you know, be – 12 and 0 coming in I mean you can't expect kids to just come in right from the start so I told them you know you don't want to peak too early you don't want to you know come out game one guns a blazing and then by game 20 you're you're kind of pitter out you know yeah um so that's what we did we focused on peaking at the right time and 
we did it during volleyball, so I kind of used that as an example, and we went with it. I mean, we, we played Richlands at the beginning of the year and got run-ruled, and I called Smith, and I was like, when's the last time we were run-ruled? She was like, I don't know, like, probably 2013. So I was like, <laughs> oh, my gosh. So I, I told them that, you know, like, look, this is the first time South Wales and run-ruled in 10 years. And they were like, because their their whole like motivation at the beginning of the season, like we want to want to make the history book. So I kind of played with them, like you did it. It's been ten years. Good job, you know. And that little little bit of a fire under them to kind of get their crap together, you know. Um, but yeah, we're peaking at the right time, and they're they're like I said, they're playing good ball. They're working together. They're they're doing things that you wouldn't expect from them. Um, I mean, you go to practice yesterday, and they're working together. I'm I'm hitting ground balls. I'm like, wait look, your footwork does this, or hey, you're trying going through it this way, or they're just, they're doing a really good job working together. And again, uh, I'm, I'm refreshing on another topic that we talked about on Tuesday, Coach, but I mean, you didn't put together uh, an easy preseason schedule. I mean, like you said, Richlands for two games. You play at Wilmington Hoggard, a 4A team. You take on a very good midway team, which, ironically, we'll be talking about that in a little bit, a team that you'll be playing tonight. <laughs> North Duplin, who's really good. I mean, and there's a, there's a method to the madness, right? I mean, there, there's a reason why you started out with such a tough schedule and continued a tough schedule through the season, right? Absolutely. And, I mean, there was games that got rained out that, you know, were just as hard. We had D.H. Conley scheduled. They won the 4A state championship last year. We had them scheduled for two, but, you know, the rain got us a lot this year. Um, but yeah, we want to play the tough teams. So when we get like, we get there today and the girls like, yeah, we beat them. We just got to play like we did at the beginning of the season, you know, so they're, they're comfortable in these situations with these good teams instead of, you know, kind of backing down and being a little intimidated. I don't feel like they're intimidated. I feel like they're ready to go. Guns, guns are blazing, you know, ready to leave right now. We don't play till six. I'm like, y'all <laughs> got to pump the brakes. We got to, we got to take the time, you know, but yeah, the, um, the schedule, the, the tough schedule really gets them ready for the postseason. It's so funny. I was so ironic. I just uh, was talking to uh, Jackson Massey in our last hour from North North, a head baseball coach over there. And that's exactly what he was saying, coach. He's like, listen, I don't know how we're going to. He's like, our game's at 7 o'clock. It's here. I'm ready to go out there now. I guess I'm going to go out and mow a little bit and do this <laughs> and that because I just don't know what to do with myself for the game. So I'm going to ask you the same question I asked him. Now, your game's on the road tonight. You're traveling to Dunn for your game. But uh, what do you do on a, on a day like this, Coach? I mean, what is your day like as you're getting ready to uh, hit the road for the second round of the playoffs, Coach? Well, right when you were calling, I was like, oh, crap. I was working on charts and, oh, no. you know, preparing, looking at books. No, you're fine. I'll do it after. Looking at books from when we, the, the scorebook when we played them here and all that, like trying to just kind of get my mind going. You know, this is what we pitched this girl and it worked. We're going to try to stick to this and we'll first it back, you know, that kind of thing. And a lot of scouting, a lot of max prep, a lot of, yeah. <laughs> a lot of all that stuff. Reaching out to other people and, you know, just your typical stuff. Good news is it's a waste. I ain't got no field work today. That's not my favorite stuff to do. <laughs> Coach Madison Lee Harvey from South Lenore High School joining us here on the Brian Hanks Show. Her Blue Devils taking on uh, Midway. And let's go ahead and jump in. Listen, I, I want to ask you what you remember about that. It was it was way back in March 22nd of the year of our Lord, 2023, which honestly to me, Coach, and I'm sure it does to you too, that feels like it was a year ago. It was about six, yeah, it feels seven like forever. What do you remember about that game, Coach? Um, I know we put MG in the pitch, which isn't going to be an option tonight because she's hurt. Um, and I remember a lot of ground balls. Um, and we, I think we made three or four double plays that game that got us out of some really tight situations with bases loaded. So, um, 
We're really hoping we don't get in that, you know, bases loaded situation three or four innings in a row. But trying to continue to get those ground balls because that helped us out a lot. And um, just keeping the ball where the kids can play it. Biggest thing is letting Callie remember she likes to do it. You know, she goes up there with the mindset that she's she's throwing and she's she's dealing. I'm not taking it from her, but you know, let defense work. They're behind you, they got your back. They'll take care of it. You don't have to throw perfect. You just have to give them opportunities to make plays. And um, that's the biggest goal today is to give the kids the opportunity to get those ground ball outs, so those easy fly ball outs. And like I said before, capitalize when we have runners in scoring position. Uh, and again, uh, midway team that you played earlier this year, like I said, back on March 22nd. And again, a team that you scheduled knowing that they were going to be a, you know, a non-conference game. You knew they were going to be a tough team. But I got to ask you, when you're lining up against them on March 22nd, was there any thought in the back of your head, Coach Harvey, that, you know what, we may end up seeing this team down the road in the playoffs. Was was that thought in your head at all? Yeah, absolutely. Um it, yeah, we we talked about that when Combs was helping me schedule, um, get the schedule ready for this year. I was like, look, you got these, you got these teams that are not far away from me within an hour, hour and a half distance that are going to be in the top of the playoffs. You know, like this, if this is what you want, this is what we'll do. And I was like, yes, absolutely. Let's reach out to Midway. Let's reach out to Hoggers. Let's reach out to Richland. Like, let's let's get these teams that are really good. Um, so yeah, definitely that was definitely a motivation behind it. Is knowing that we probably we could possibly see them in the postseason. Um, and kind of going ahead and getting a little scout and a little bit prepared for the possibility of that happening. Love it. I absolutely love it. I love it when coaches do that. You know, because it's so easy in this day and age, and you know this, Coach. I mean, you're an outstanding student-athlete South North. Now you're a co- the head coach there. It would be easy for you to schedule – uh, a team that went, you know, four and 17 the year before and know that you're going to get that certain dub instead of scheduling these tough teams. I, I just love that you've continued to do that, Coach. I love it, love it, love it. Okay, you kind of alluded to it a little bit further, but I'd love for you to deep dive. Keys to the victory. What do you guys have to do well tonight to uh, come away with a victory in the second round of the playoffs against Midway, Coach? Yeah, the quality of badge, you know, going up there and just focusing on, you know, hitting the ball hard. You hit it hard good things can happen you know the kids focus so much on i have to hit 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 but in reality if you just go out there and put a good good swing on it you're you're gonna you're gonna have the possibility to get on base and score um if they continue to do like i ask and situational hit and moving runners and not focus so much on self but more on team you know if i ask you to lay the sack down like move my runner get them where we can actually score um i think we'll be okay and defensively, we just got to be clean. I tell them all the time, you know, you don't have to make the ESPN plays. You have to make 100% of the fundamental ones, like the easy routine plays that we work on every day. Like, I need you to focus on getting those. And then the big, you know, no, 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 plays will come. Um, but, wait, wait, you know, do, just, that, do that again, coach. <laughs> da, 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 da. I love it. I love it. But, um, yeah, just the, the basics. If we go through and do what we work on every day at practice, like not perfectly but you know 95 percent correctly we're going to be okay well very good well listen coach good luck tonight and uh done taking on midway we'll be sending you all the good vibes and uh, hey can we do this again tuesday when you're in the third round absolutely i'll look forward to it <laughs> there you go coach good luck have a safe trip and we're send- sending you all sending you all the good vibes from here in kinston okay thank you
There you go. That's Madison Lee Harvey, the uh, head softball coach at South Sonora High School. Uh, and you can hear the passion. You can hear the energy in her voice. And, man, I uh, let's hope they can uh, – not hope – again, speaking into existence. We'll be talking to uh, Coach Harvey again on Tuesday as uh, the Blue Devils will be getting ready for the third round of the playoffs. Let's get John and Jonathan in here to play the birthday game. We'll come back and wrap up the second hour of uh, the Brian Hanks Show. So wrap up the week of the Brian Hanks Show here uh, following the birthday game. Today is Friday, May the 12th. Good Lord Almighty. Thank God. It is finally Friday. Doesn't that bring a smile to your face, John Dawson? Yes, Brian, it does. I'm smiling on the inside. <laughs> why not on Why not on the outside? Because we had to have Lewis Farrakhan on the birthday game <laughs> yesterday. We're going to get to and that. And you challenge. Oh, okay. We're going to get to that in a moment. Uh, Jonathan Massey, happy Friday. Hey, Brian. How are you doing? <laughs> God. He does a good fake happy, doesn't he? Uh, he was he was responding in the tone that you. Oh, man, yeah, I was just being reciprocal. Oh, I ooh reciprocal. That means like the same. See, I didn't have to look that one up, John Dawson. So we're moving forward. We are moving forward. I wasn't going to ask Jeeves about that one. Okay. Thank you. There you go. Uh, it's Friday. You know what? You did the callback. Let's go ahead and do it. Yesterday, I had some odd birthdays. I guess Eric Burden from the no, animals. You had one more. odd birthday. Louis Farrakhan. And, uh, and you told me last year you wouldn't do it anymore. And you did, did I say it. that? Yes, you did. Pull the tape. <laughs> Pull the tape. He's probably got it. I, you probably could, couldn't you? Yeah. Yeah, let's not do that. So uh, you came up with, you found a couple of names of it people. It took me 2.9 seconds to find 20 <laughs> other famous birthdays, including actor Jeffrey Donovan, actor Tim Blake Nelson. I don't know who he's Salvador, that, that doesn't matter if you don't know. You could have just done those. I, no need, I need you to be honest. Everybody. It's I, impossible. I don't know. Yeah, but you could have just is. said Salvador Dali. We, Salvador Dali. I should have done Salvador. I'll give you that one. I should have done Salvador Dali. Matt Mort Saul. Matt Liner. I did Matt Liner last year. Mort uh, Saul, when you do the list of greatest comedians of all time, Mort Saul's on the list. Never heard of him. Well, you need to get out more, so I can tell you. I guarantee Dude, you my dad, Forrest knows who he is. I know who he is. That's two to two. We need to call him. Can we call him no, right now? No. Why not? No. <laughs> he doesn't like to be surprised. <laughs> Much like his son. Yeah. His, he's like me. He likes to plan and stick to it. <sighs> there you go. So, anyway, you're right. I was wrong. Uh, you've got it in. You've got it on. Uh, on. I guess I was about to say tape. I guess we don't <laughs> no longer do tape. You've got it on. Uh, well, what is this? Digital on digital, yeah, you've got on it. memory card. Yeah, you've got it on a memory card that I admit that I that I was wrong, and you were right, John Dawson. Now, how, now I want you to admit that you part of the reason you included him was so it would make me nuts. Well, the, I like giving you heartburn sometimes. By the way, I've got tums over here, chewy bites. If you would like one, would you like one? I would like you to eat the bottle they came in. <laughs> there you go. I'm just glad you want me to eat the bottle. I was afraid of. Yeah, well, uh, yeah. the show's not over. Yeah, there you, you know, go. He's got a point with the Tim Blake Nelson thing. Oh Lord! Oh brother, where art thou? He was who one was the, he? He was one of the main three. One of the three. Do not seek. Do not seek the treasure. George, there were other people in the movie other than George Clooney. <laughs> he was uh, in Lincoln. Who was he? In, I just watched Lincoln like in the last six weeks. Who was he in Lincoln? Richard Shell. That tells me nothing. Who's Richard Shell? I don't know. Richard Shell was an American politician who represented New York in the United States House of Representatives from '74 to '75. That's huh. eighteen. I'll tell you who was in Lincoln, though. That'll make you smile, John Dawson. I mean, sincerely, Walter Goggins. Oh, I love Walt Goggins. <laughs> Dude, and he played – I got him. He is a little typecast. He's, you know, the big, toothy smile, 
go, kind of goofy, you know, kind of person. And he played that in Lincoln. Mm-hmm. So well, uh, I, I would watch him play in anything. Yeah. He's one of those guys. I, know, I like him. And uh, he was in the Ballad of Buster Scruggs. I don't know if you watched it. It was on Netflix, that. but he was the the titular character. And the, <laughs> the what? The titular character. What? Named after the title. You said it right. I just wanted to hear you say it again. That was very impressive. <laughs> he said oh, so titular. <laughs> anyway. And I should have been. <laughs> mm-hmm. Has, has, I got to ask, before we jump into the birthday game, is the birthday game run its course, guys? Because both of you are disgusted. Uh, no, I was I'm just when, as soon as he said titular, I knew that was going to be a five-minute <laughs> derailment. And for some – how has that become – he knew it was going to happen. I said it, thought nothing of it. Yeah, I know. With that, I'm tired. <laughs> it's been a long week, dude. It's Friday, and it's, it's – You know what would re- revive you? Straightforward thought. Birthday game. <laughs> yeah, you're probably right. Hey, I got to chew this Chewy Bite Tump, so tell us about... Uh, Goeco Offside. Tell us about Goeco Offside. Look, I'm even muting myself so you won't hear. Or do you want to hear me chew this no, Chewy no. Bite? No, <laughs> no. Okay. Well, Goeco Office Automation is the finest office automation com- company in the country. Uh, they're headed up by Jock Passleg, of course. Mm-hmm. And Jock has done nothing but great things since he has taken over Goeco. Yes. Uh, within the last decade, I believe. Uh, he's moved him to Kinston from Goldsboro. He's got the Office Innovation Center, which is uh, next-level technology. And he prides himself and his workers on their client service. So if you want to get in on that action, you just need to give him a call. How would you do that, John? <laughs> well, if you want to give him a call, I, I, I suggest you pick up your phone, mm-hmm. your rotary device, whatever you may have, and yes. dial 252 Five three, five three, five four, five four. Or you can visit his website at goeconc.com or whatisgoeco.com for more information. I love it, and I know they're Tums Chewy Bites. I used to be a big Pepsi guy, and I still would do a Pepsi every once in a while for to uh, cure my heartburn. Mm-hmm. These are delicious. They taste like candy. I've never had an antacid in my life. You've never had heartburn. I have. It didn't. It wasn't bad enough to make me seek medication. You're like 50. You just turned 50, and you've yeah. never. Good lord! No, I'm applauding you, I dude. Probably, that's probably got a tumor somewhere the size of a golf ball because I said that. Dude, that's crazy, <laughs> dude. I have. That's why I think I got really fat was because of Pepsi, dude. Because and let me explain. Let me explain. Oh, because there was. You didn't feel bad, so you kept eating. I would keep okay. exactly. That's it. The I say, and I mean, I'm very. This is not a riff or a. Mm-hmm. Or whatever. I mean, this is the absolute truth. I think that's why I got as big as I did, dude. I was like right at two ninety at one time, dude. I'm I'm sitting in front of you right now, a young man at two thirty one, okay? Mm. Which I'm still fifty pounds more than I need to be, but fifty nine pounds Much better, than, yeah, better exactly. than 2.9. But that's what I think happened in my thirties when I was getting to know you guys. You remember how big I got? It's because I would go. I would go to local restaurants and get really greasy things and eat it, and it would tear my stomach up. But then I was like, oh, I'll take a Pepsi. I'd take a Pepsi, and I'd be fine. Mm-hmm. Then I'd keep eating and drinking Red Bulls and drinking, you know, all now, this. Now, if I, if I eat too much greasy stuff, I will feel a little, eh, I shouldn't have done that, and that makes me cautious going forward. Would it make you feel? Dyspeptic? <laughs> you took it away from me. I, I thought you were leading me to it. No, I'm sorry. I was setting it up because right, I wanted two, to pray. Take two. Take two. Act like it didn't happen. Go ahead. No, 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 no. No, 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 no. I feel like I feel bad. Let's go. Come on. I don't know, John. Would it make you feel? Dark, dark, dark. 
dyspeptic. <laughs> leave it, leave it. That's hilarious. Uh, <laughs> you gotta take, leave them both in. Take three. <laughs> take th- no, because so I, how are you feeling, Brian? Are Molly, you feeling? Molly, you yeah, that's it. Molly would come in, and, or that would be that would be hilarious. Okay, no, that's enough of that. Okay, so. <laughs> That's funny. That was good. Dude, well played, Jonathan Massey. I love it. Mm. Okay, uh, let's play. Listen, this is one of my favorite singers. Absolutely. You talk about trying to find a song. I I tell you what, I wanted to date a girl who had this name. RuPaul? (laughs) (laughs) I wanted to date a girl with this title saying (laughs) song. That was good. Valerie. So I could sing Valerie. This is not a joke. I fell in love with this song, and I was like, I want to meet somebody named Valerie. So and I lo and behold, his sixth grade English teacher, 74 years old, <laughs> Valerie Hofton. No, no, I, I, I've known a couple of Valerie's. One was much older than me, and the other, the other one was married. That's the only Valerie's that I know that I have in my life. But I love this song. I love Steve Winwood, man. I yeah. mean, Steve Winwood. I'm a fan. I'm more of a fan of his time with uh, Spencer Davis and Traffic and Blind Faith. But I'm a Steve. He opened for the Almond Brothers one year, and it was a great show. Some of the Almond Brothers came out and sat in with him on his set. Wow. He sat in with them on a song. It was a great musician. I, I, he's in. I wouldn't say he's in my top ten. He's definitely in my top twenty, though. I had a buddy uh, that went to Starmount High School. It really turned me on to him, mm-hmm. and uh, well, turned me on to Steve Winwood. And uh, stop, and uh, and and I have been a fan ever since. I've He's got a couple talented. of his albums. I got a couple albums in the, out there. Yeah, one of them came from me. It did, indeed. I it tried did. to find something with Valerie on it. There you go. I love, I love this. Anyway, Steve Winwood, are you fan Jonathan? Yeah. Did he ever do anything with the traveling wheelberries? I feel like he might. I no, but he's of that same generation. Yeah. Maybe that's why I'm thinking yeah. that. So. In the 60s, when he sang on Give Me Some Lovin' with the Spencer Davis group, he was only 15. There's a major hint for you. Wow. Well, you get to go first here, uh, John Massey. Steve Winwood, how old is he today? 81. You say 81. What do you say, John Dawson? 76. (laughs) Good job. Born May 12, 1948, he's 75. So, look, he went down. I like that. I I was impressed. I, I love Wish we could play more. Hold on, just this little bit. No, it can't be that warm. With the wind and her arms. Brian, they can't see you. You're doing, I know, dude. There'll be people on the radio. Brian is doing, um, <laughs> was it jazz hands? What do you call it? <laughs> I don't know. I just realized how poor my math was on that. Hold on. I'm the same boy I used to be. Oh, God, I love that song. Okay, that's Steve Winwood. John Dawson, you get it. You take a one and nothing lead. It goes to you. He's a, I would just call him a perpetual teenager. Dick Clark? No, that's not a bad, that's not bad. Uh, skateboarder. Tony Hawk. Tony Hawk. Today is Tony Hawk's birthday. And, uh, well, we'll just get to it when we get, when y'all guess his age. But uh, today is Tony Hawk. You know who I'm talking about, right? Mm-hmm. Tony Hawk. Today is his birthday. How old is he, John Dawson? No clue. Um, 56. You say 56. What do you say, Jonathan Massey? 55. Probably a few years younger than that. What's your guess? 55. How about you got it? He oh. was born uh, May the 12th, 1968. He is 55. And that's depressing to me. 
it, for, for some reason, and I don't know why, all these birthdays I do, all these birthday games that we do, Tony Hawk should not be 55 years old. Tony to Hawk should be. You mean to make you feel better? Okay. For him, anyway? He's never had to have a real job. He's rich for playing, yeah. and he doesn't even have to do that anymore. Don't feel bad for him. Yeah, you're probably right. Go ahead. He's he's pretty funny, though, because he posts on, I think, Twitter a lot about all the times he runs into fans. He takes pictures with them. But they're like, does anybody ever tell you you look like Tony Hawk? He's like, well, yeah. He's <laughs> like, yeah, it's, it's uncanny. And then they just walk away because they, <laughs> they don't think he's Tony Hawk. At least they don't think he's Robert Smith. Yeah, as uh, our boy John Dawson did in an Atlanta airport several years ago. That is still awesome. There's still a little girl. Well, she's not a little girl anymore. I guess she's a grown woman now who proudly shows that picture to her friends. Or not the picture. Was it? She's probably living on Fascination Street as we speak. I <laughs> see what you did there. Yeah. I get it. Uh, but uh, who got that? Okay, so it's one-to-one. -one, but it just depresses me. And I, and I, I have no particular of affection for Tony Hawk other mm -hmm. than I just, you know, I'm 54, so I'm a year younger than him. And just... I see him, and he does. He looks older. He, do, I mean, he's 55, so I guess he should look older. But Tony Hawk should be like 24 forever. I saw a picture know? of me and my wife. It was tax, TD number one. It was her prom a week or two back. Yeah. And I took literally probably 200 pictures between what I took, what the parents took, everybody. And there was a shot of me with the, and the wife, and it looked like it, what it looked like was my wife and her sister and their grandfather. Is what it looked like. <laughs> I, hey, hey, listen, I'm not trying to. He's not wrong. He's not wrong. Uh, what are you I'm do? not trying to whatever. I mean, again, I, I'm too tired to yeah, I've got make one. anything up. Dude, your wife does not. I mean, she's got it. She looks age. like she's in her 30s. Yeah. She really does. She doesn't look like she's in her 20s. She looks like a solid 34, mm -hmm. 33, 34 years old. She does. You don't. And know what I just said? Yeah. Yeah. yeah, it's just the fact, the way he pointed it out. Oh, no, yeah. the delivery was top-notch. Thank you. Thank you. Well, I don't either, man. Uh, and Linda's going to hate me. Oh, no, you look so young, Brian. <laughs> yeah. Linda's a little older than me. I mean, we've talked mm. about it before. She robbed a cradle when she got me. But I guarantee you put Linda and I beside each other. and It looks you like she robbed a nursing home. <laughs> he earned that. Uh, yeah, but when we, when we get through with the show, I've got 9,000 prom pictures. Oh, I can't wait to see them, man. I, TD number one, and she's getting ready to go to college, too. The wife made her dress. Her. Did she? Yep. <sighs> that gets me right in the feels, man. I mean, it really does. I mean, just your little girl, man, is. Well, if she goes off to college, she's just going to be down the hall. She's doing it remotely at okay. ECU. They're trying to make us pay for a meal program, even though she's going to be a remote student. So that's my little war I've got going on right now. How much is it? I'm not going to say. I'm going to give them a chance to do the right thing, but if they don't, I'm going to make them wish they'd never established. I love it. I love it. I love an angry John Dawson. Don't you, Jonathan? It's my favorite John Dawson. It is my favorite John Dawson. I mean, what kind of no, twit uh, makes no, you no, pay no, no. for a meal program for a remote student? The bitter John Dawson is my favorite John Dawson. There's a lot of crossover between there the two. Is. Yeah, between bitter and angry and we love you, John. That's what we're trying to say, basically, okay? I, I will say this. I hate happy John Dawson. When have you ever seen happy John Dawson? It's rare, but it's there. When's the last time? I'm, don't, be, don't look at me sideways like Molly looks at me like, huh? 
What? Okay. When, when is, when's the last time there was a happy John Dawson? Think about days when we've recorded. He's been off work. He had a morning appointment and then came to hang out with us. That was happy John Dawson, and he stunk. <laughs> Hated him. <laughs> wow. Okay. Well, it's one to one, and we've got to get moving. This is the one time you've not, like, pushed me along. We, we, we're running up against the clock here. Uh, Jonathan Massey goes to you. He's been in a bunch of stuff, but I loved him most as Marcellus Wallace in Pulp Fiction. It's Ving Rhames. Ving Rhames, man. And he's been good. He was, he's been in the, uh, what are the Mission Impossible, the Tom Cruise Mission Impossible movies? Guess what else he was in? Don't tell me Miami twice. Vice. He was in Miami Vice twice, and he was on Crime Story. Mm. Guess what? I couldn't remember the name of the show. Of Miami Vice? Yeah. Wow. Yeah, we're, we, it's Friday. We, we we all three need long weekends. Weren't we going to go, like, on a trip together this weekend? Brian, Massey, you want to look the other way for a second? Plausible <laughs> deniability. <laughs> if people do the behind-the-scenes story behind all of that, if, it's... If, you can, if, you can, if we can do it for the comedy, that's the next episode. Let that be the... Yeah, we can talk about it on Monday's show. We can okay. talk about it because you, you got to tell us how this weekend was like when you went with your other family. Okay. You didn't go with uh, your husband and uh, your adopted son over here. Well, just I don't like the way any of that sounded. <laughs> <laughs> let's get through this, and as a teaser, we'll get into that on the next show. We'll get into that on Monday. You're right. Okay, mm-hmm. Ving Rhames, Jonathan Massey. How old is he today? Uh, 71. You say 71. What about you, Dizzle? 70. He was born May the 12th, 1959. He's only 64 today. Oh, wow. Yeah. I would have gone. I, I don't feel bad. I'd have gone a little older, too. He's only 64. So uh, you take a two-to-one lead there, uh, John Dawson, and it goes back to you. Uh, two dead people to end uh, this week in today's uh, birthday game. First one, uh, and I got to tell you, I went down more of a rabbit hole than I wanted to on this because it disappointed me a little bit. But let me just tell you who it is first. Former New York Yankees catcher Yogi Berra. Today, mm-hmm. he died in 2015. But turns out about 80% of that stuff that he allegedly said, you know, all these Yogi Berra-isms, mm-hmm. he didn't really say. He had, like, ghost writers, essentially, who, you know. So he came him. up with a few, and it was a hit, then he hired people to. Well, not that he hired people. It just the people that surrounded him just started making stuff up, and he just started adopting it. And so he didn't hire them to do it. Mm-hmm. But they would give him lines, and then he it's would It's like when people it. give uh, Jeff Foxworthy, you might be a redneck if, yeah. That's, well, a, that's not that Well, bad. it's like that book that you uh, lent me or that you gave me mm-hmm. of uh, uh, the joke man, uh, Jackie Martling. Bow to Stern. Yeah, yeah Bow to Stern, that he, uh, that he sent jokes to Ronnie Dangerfield. And I guess that's how Ronnie Dangerfield did 90% of his show. In later even- years, yes. When he was building his career, it was all Rodney. Yeah. And then when it got to be where, when because when you go on television every week and you tell a joke on the air, you can't tell it again. You're burning material quicker. Yeah. So, so anyway, the point being, it's sort of the same deal there that Yogi Berra would just say things that people around him said that he didn't even really make up. And I don't know. That just kind of. Yeah, it's, I, I don't think that's really, that's sacrilege. Okay. Mean. You, what do you think? Uh, look, man was a champion. Oh, and many time champion. Uh, I'm still, I'm still claiming that when you come to a fork in the road, take, take it. it. Yeah. Is it is going to be an original yeah. Yogi Berra? Yeah, nickel ain't worth a dime how many, anymore. What you, how many championships did he win? Eleven? I don't know. Why don't I Google? It's like it an absurd number. It's like nine, ten, eleven, something like that. Yeah, I know. We are up against it. You're right. How many World Series did Yogi Berra win? That's the sixth one to choose from. I mean, as a manager or a player or both? 
No, as a player. Oh. 47, 49, 50, 51, 52, 53, 56, 58, 61, 62. He was a 15-time All-Star, three-time American League MVP, and a 10-time World Series champion. That's pretty freaking amazing. I mean, that dude, come on. To quote Artie Lang when he was on the Howard Stern Show, why would anybody living in New York not be a Yankees fan? Why would you pull for the Mets? Well, because it's kind of like where when I grew up and I was I became a Virginia fan because everybody I knew were Carolina and State fans, and so I didn't want to be like everybody you're just else. A contrarian. I am a contrarian. I used to be. I think now I'm not exactly a contrarian anymore. I swoosh. You know, exactly <laughs> swoosh indeed. <sighs> okay, uh, Yogi Berra, John Dawson. How old is he today? You lead two to one. Or how would he be? He's not alive. Oh, He's not alive. He passed away in 2015. So he passed away eight years ago. How would he be? How old would he be today? 96. Uh, so, the, uh, <laughs> <laughs> I told you I'm tired, man. 95. Well, he got to be in that decade. Yeah, right you're right. Okay, uh, what would you say? 95. Uh, he was born May the 12th, 1925, so he'd be 98 today. Good Lord. Yeah. So who so got that? What you, you did. Say? You did. You, oh, okay. did. you cool. clinched the day three to one. But I'm sorry. I didn't. Mean, I, honestly, I wasn't trying to mess with you. But that was a good guess. That's what I was going to say. Well, That's it, a good guess. It had to be somewhere in the 90s. Yeah. He would be 98 today. And then here's the last one. Another dead person. One of the most popular actresses. And just, I don't know if she's your type. <laughs> I know you're tired of me saying this. But uh, let's just, uh, Catherine Hepburn. Today would be Catherine, he or today is Catherine Hepburn's birthday. Remember Dana Carvey's impression of her trying to crank her car? <laughs> yeah, do it again. Oh, 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 oh. <laughs> <laughs> she passed away in 2003, so she died 20 years ago. Um. Catherine Hepburn did. So, uh, Jonathan Massey, how old would Catherine Hepburn be if she were still alive today? 102. You say 102. What do you say, Dizzle? 101. You went the wrong direction. She was born May. Try this out, guys. She was born May 12th, 1907. She'd be 116 if she were still alive today. So when she died in 2003, she was 96. Wow. When she died, I I didn't know that either. So uh, you get the last one there, Jonathan Massey. Not that it matters because John Dawson already wrapped up the day. And you win today 3-2, to two, John Dawson. Uh, you now lead six days for some local birthdays. And I know one that means a lot to me and you, John uh, Thun. Uh, today is Randy Capps' birthday. How about that? Our, our boy, Randy Capps. Mr. Excellent. He uh, is Otherwise Mr. known as the second smartest person you know. I'm glad you said that. We played poker with him last week. Uh, uh, me, Linda and I. Uh, and, uh, he's a smart guy, but. Uh, he's uh, Shanna is definitely the smartest. Oh, yeah, Shanna sure. makes him look like a, like he, like he's a dum-dum. Yeah, there you go. But uh, today is his birthday, and I just I love me some Randy, man. Randy is, uh, uh, if I ever get married again and we have a church wedding, he's going to be in the wedding, okay? You're still doing the ceremony, right, John? I, th I think my credentials are still intact. There you go. And, of course, uh, my son over here, you're, you're going to be He's going to be the right? flower girl. I'm He'll be the no, I know who the flower girl is going to be. I'm busy that day. Would <laughs> <laughs> you like to use it? <laughs> no, because I'm hurt. I'm more hurt than mad. <laughs> That's a little Jesmic sauce for you. There you go. Uh, Randy, say happy birthday to Randy, dude. Thoughts and prayers. <laughs> happy birthday to Ryan Stevenson of Short Smoke Seasoning. He's been on this show before, and we've done some uh, uh, True Smoke Barbecue podcast with him. Uh, Tom Menges of uh, Pepsi. Good guy, very good guy. Wes Craven, uh, AD, and coach David Fernandez, and then a guy that I graduated with, Aiden Stoltzfus. 
Uh, just uh, one of the best guys I, that I've ever known in my life. Uh, good guy. So, if today's your birthday, like Aiden Stoltz, was like David Fernandez, like Tom Menges, Ryan Stevenson, Randy Caps, and have a great birthday. Have a great weekend. We'll see you Monday on the birthday game presented by GoEco Office Automation. And again, want to thank Jacques Passeleg and GoEco Office Automation for uh, being this here title sponsor of the birthday game. Really do appreciate him. Again, one of our day ones, all of our day ones, LCC, UNC Lenore Healthcare, GoEco Office Automation, Spence Automotive, Woodman Life, Arendelle Parrot Academy. Really do appreciate all of them and all our sponsors. Uh, Kinston Police Department, Lovick's Cafe, just everybody. We really do appreciate them for uh, Downey's Protection Systems. Uh, everybody along the line here, Downey's Wood Ducks. I'm doing these off the top of my head. Just uh, thank you, thank you, thank you so much for being a uh, sponsor of the Brian Hank Show. And goodness gracious, alive! We've got we're down to the final two minutes of the week. Thank goodness you heard Linda and I talking about. It. I am beyond pumped. Monday show. Well, I tell you, what, let me thank uh, everybody who's on today's show first. Thank you again to uh, Shane Albee and to Jackson Massey in our first hour. Madison Lee Harvey here in our second hour. Uh, I don't know what happened with Coach Smith. I'm just assuming that probably, probably uh, with that long trip, uh, he may still be in bed uh, or something because he always answers his phone. Uh, what we may end up doing with that, though, is uh, I may have like a uh, Brian Hanks show extra. So be looking for that on social media. And if we can get like a 10-minute interview with him at some point today, we may get that and post it on uh, brianhanks.com and on our SoundCloud feed and all that. How about, I, I'm so excited about this, Reggie Bullock is going to be making his Brian Hanks show debut. Now, he was uh, he's done shows with us when I was with the Free Press, and of course, a ton of stories, but we've just not had the opportunity to have him here on the Brian Hanks show. But he and Dory Hines are going to be joining me uh, here this afternoon. We're going to be uh, taping uh, a couple of segments that are going to be on Monday's show. So be sure to tune in on Monday. You'll be able to hear from uh, the great Reggie Bullock, one of the greatest players to ever play at Kinston High School. Dallas Maverick right now, a 10-year NBA veteran. And then Dory Hines, a head ba uh, basketball coach at the University of Mount Olive. So, listen, get out there tonight. Support these kids. we got games at North and North. Both South and North teams are playing. Parrot Academy is at home. Let's support the uh, Bethel Christian Academy is on the road. Let's support all these programs. Have a great weekend. We'll see you Monday on the Brian Hanks Show presented by Lenore Community College.